What is up, happy lifers? I am so pumped today. I'm so excited that you're here. It's a great day. A special day, actually. So I thought I would do something special today. So I brought on a friend to interview, a good friend. It's a great friend who is also a happy lifer. Josh, welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, thanks, Steve. Great to be here. Excited. I'm pretty excited to have you here, too. Uh, I can't wait to introduce you to our other happy lifers, get a little bit into your story. Uh, how long have you actually been a happy lifer? I think since almost the beginning. It's been a long time. It's It's been several years. Well, we've known each other for a long time. We have, um, yep, we have. And my life is better because of it. Uh, but we'll talk about that more in a second. But right now... I'm thinking of a number. Any idea what number it is? Is it like the number of touchdowns that Aaron Rodgers has had? Is that is that is that it? Ooh, this last season, maybe. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> We've definitely done our share of uh, watching Packers games together. That's for sure. No, um, more like maybe the amount of touchdowns Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, has right, had right. This season, that guy is a beast. Yeah, what a great season. No, it's the number two hundred, and it has to do with Happy Life Studios. Oh, okay. I bet you this is the 200th podcast. Bingo! Yahtzee! Is that your final answer? Our survey says... Bing, 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 That's bing, bing, right. Bing. That's exactly it. It's our 200th episode. Nice. I can't believe it. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Happy 200th episode, Happy Lifers! Woohoo! Yeah! Man, that that's a real big milestone. I mean, I mean, the Simpsons may have been on longer, but I mean, think about even really decent or good TV shows don't run that many episodes. So how cool is that? I guess <laughs> super cool, especially when you word it like that. You know, I never thought of it like that before. I, I, I guess my problem is, you know, for the 200th podcast, I want it to be if I'm going to celebrate it, I need to celebrate it right. I right. want I want to make sure everything is right. I, I got to come up with some killer idea or some way to celebrate 200 podcasts and i you know i i had some ideas i mean, I, I thought i could have come up with 200 reasons why we have happy life studios mm. or 200 things i like about happy life studios but i i was like i don't know if i can i mean i like happy life studios but 200 that's a that's a that's a lot of things and i right. thought i could come up with 200 quotes that we've done over the the podcast episodes over the you know the, the years mm-hmm. or i could take a a word from each of the the um titles of of our all our podcasts and try to put something together with them string them all together or take a clip from each of the 200 episodes and that like that that just sounds like way too much work to try to you know mm-hmm. to try to do all that and and to be honest with you none of that quite sounded that right anyway right and then i started thinking about some other numbers i started thinking about 11,000 i mean that's how many downloads we've had just in the last year wow uh, 11,000 downloads that's we, great i i think of the number 3,500. That's how many hits we get every week. That's unique RSS feeds. I'm not exactly sure how to explain that, but it's kind of like hits, likes, comments, stuff like that, activity. We, we get 3,500 3, of those every week. 
I thought of the number 250 to 350. That's how many hits or, or, or activity we get every day. I thought of the number 70. That's how many countries we've been on just in the last year alone. I thought of the number six. I mean, we've been on six continents out of the seven. I mean, that is just so crazy to me. I mean, the only continent we haven't been on is Antarctica. So if there's any happy lifers out there that would like to uh, go to Antarctica and uh, listen for us, you got any friends out there, or maybe you'd like an all-expense-paid trip to Antarctica, you know. <laughs> they should listen. They should listen because, I mean, did you see that they were Antarctica made the news today because they recorded their highest ever temperature at 65 degrees today? Highest ever? Like highest, for the day? Highest ever for all time for the continent. Shut up. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. They've never really – no way. Can you imagine if you lived in somewhere that cold where it was 65 for your all-time – that's like depressing. You do actually. You used to live in Iowa. Now you live in Minnesota. Yeah, right, right, yeah. You know, when hell freezes over, Iowa schools start two hours late. It's <laughs> awesome. All right. Cancel the, the round-trip ticket to Antarctica. We'll, we, will be, we will be content with six of the seven continents. <laughs> that's as warm as it ever gets there, 65 degrees. But anyway – that's a lot of numbers to think about, right? And then I thought about the number one. And, you know, we tend to focus on all the big numbers. We, we measure things by how big they are, but I think we, we downplay the smaller numbers. I mean, you get to 200 one at a time. Yep, yep. I, I can't believe that, that I've actually done this long enough. I don't know if I've done anything this long before where I was actually able to do 200 podcasts. I mean, that does that surprise you that I was able to put that many out? I mean, I wasn't surprised, but that's because, I mean, I mean, maybe you were. I wasn't. Oh, man, I was totally surprised. Oh, yeah. oh. I'm glad that you weren't, yeah. though. <laughs> it totally blew me away, though. I've never stuck with anything that long because I get overwhelmed. I think I can't do all that, but, you know, if we just do one step at a time, you know. Well, and I also think, you know, remember, you know, when it comes to the, the podcasting and, and the happy life, the, the milestone that this is, there's so many ones that are around you. You know, there's a lot, there's, there's people that are just helping you and helping this ministry succeed. You right. know, there's people that are promoting it and people helping you with equipment, you know, have helped with equipment and studio time and right. all kinds of, I mean, I've heard so many stories and like, so I just think that's awesome too, you know. Yeah. Because right now I'm speaking into a mic that was bought by a happy lifer. Right. I'm using software on this computer, very expensive software that someone else donated to me on a PC that was donated to me by a group of people at a church down in California. I'm using a mouse that I had another happy lifer purchased for me. It's it's all these all these ones, all these individuals coming together and forming the power. Of the 200. That's right. That's good. I mean, it's not about the 11,000 downloads. It's about the 11,000 ones, if that makes sense. That's what it's all about. Every happy lifer that listens and becomes a part of this, this happy movement, that's what this gets me excited. That's what this thing's all about. Thank you, happy lifer, for being a part of, of, of getting the happy, but spreading the happy. We can change this world. Mm-hmm. It's good. So on the special 200th podcast, I'm just I'm just kind of taken back by that whole thing. It just one one part of me wants to just sit back and 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 take it all in for a moment. I think that's healthy to do, but really I don't want to celebrate the 200. I want to celebrate the one. I want to celebrate you, Josh. I think about when you were 11 years old, 12 years old, and how you were too young to come into that youth ministry that I was I was a leader over, and we decided to make an exception and allowed you in. And because of that. 
the relationship that we have now. And we're, we're, so I want to celebrate you, Josh. I want to celebrate the ones that make this podcast possible, the ones that make Happy Life Studios possible. I want to celebrate those ones that take the time to change somebody else's life. Yeah, that's who I want to celebrate. Yeah. on this special two hundred yeah. episode. That's a really cool thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I I echoed that thought with you. When you can take that time out of your day or carve out that few minutes for a phone call or a text yeah. or you know if you can get that personal visit in, man, that just it's it's right. just so awesome. Yeah, you're you're so right. That that one phone call, that that one text, that that yeah. one pat on the back, that one compliment that that one little sticky note that you put on their locker or put on their computer or in their in cubicle or in their lunchbox yep. that that one letter that one gift a, a wink right <laughs> a, a like a, a a comment a positive comment on social media i mean those one things are the things that change our lives those yep. one things are the things that we use to change other people's lives that one thing has the power of the 200 it's just crazy. Well, I might, you know, I, I just think back to the, the times when that we spent together, and we we spent a lot of time together. I mean, probably several days on end a, a year, you know, for a decade, you know, and yeah. and may, may, maybe up to a week or two of phone time and in person time per year. I can picture it back in our when we're sitting in the kitchen and we're talking till one in the morning. You know, yeah. we're you know we're we're sitting at Red Robin and we're having iced tea and we're at B Dubs. You know, those times when you know you're, you're done with the service, you're done with the the small group, the, the 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 thing which you did with with the group of people that you were ministering to. But then you know, pouring into each other and and having that one time, man, that is just. I mean, it just literally changes your life. You know what I look forward to when you have me come down and speak. It, it wasn't speaking to the large group that you booked me to have me come down and speak. It was afterwards, the one-on-one. Yeah. It was the man cave time. It was the right. hanging out with you in Chick-fil-A or, or going down to your basement after the service was done and just watching – a movie. Well, who am I trying to kid? Watching movies. <laughs> right, right. Netflixing and, and playing video games and yeah. just hanging out. I mean, I look forward to those those times of the one as much, if not more, than I look forward to speaking to your, you know, to the entire group that you had me come down to speak. I mean, and, and if you think about it, if you have enough of those one times, those one-on-one times, the the times of just that one moment, mm-hmm. those things add up to 200. Well, that's so true. You know, I think we focus so much on making a big difference that changing the world is such a big thing. We always want to do things bigger and better, but I think small is the new big. So true. I get overwhelmed when I think about changing the world. I remember right. sitting in in uh, Happy Lifer's basement talking to his daughter, asking her if she wanted to change the world. I just thought every every young person wanted to do that, and she's like, "No, I can't change the world." And she had a, an excellent point, but when we say, you, when we told her you change the world one person at a time, just one kind act at a time, those ones add up to the 200s. That's right. So it's a 200th episode, and I'm trying to think of something to do for the 200th episode. And we came to this whole point by me calling you and saying, hey, do you got any ideas? All I have is Monopoly. Remember that? <laughs> Monopoly? Yeah. Monopoly, you know, what happens when you pass go? 200 bucks. You get a prize. Right. You come around the corner and, and you can barely make it. And you're just thinking, if I can just get to go, I get another $200. Right, that might right. be able to get me around. If someone lands on my property, you know, if I can just get past boardwalk, yeah. I'm going to make it. And once you hit go, once you pass go. Payday. You get the $200. It's funny because, you know, like you're having the thought. And so you have Monopoly in your brain. You can't figure out exactly how it fits. But I just saw this news clip 
for this crazy kind of like odd crime story that happened maybe a decade and a half ago about this Monopoly scam from the McDonald's Monopoly game. And they're, they're, there's going to be a show about it. Yeah, some of our happy lifers aren't aren't as ancient as us. They might not know about the McDonald's Monopoly game. Can you give them a rundown on that? Yeah, it's basically, I, I don't know if they run it anymore, but for a long time since, I guess, the late 80s for the next couple of decades, you would purchase a, a meal and then you would you would get a, a Monopoly sticker on your drink, right? Or you could upgrade and you could get on your fry. And so you wanted to try to play and you, there were pieces uh the stickers were pieces for monopoly game like boardwalk or park place or whatever and you'd get your monopoly board from mcdonald's yeah yeah and you just put the stickers on and you win like a 50 dollar prize or an xbox or the million dollar prize but yeah the whole story is that apparently there was this this game for a long time was being fixed and it was like the security guard that worked for the publishing house that did did the game was kind of doing some crazy stuff and he was rigging the game and sending pieces out to people that he wanted to right. think thought, thought needed to win so it's kind of a, I don't know the whole story but it, it looks for like a kind of a great crime documentary yeah yeah when you were talking about it you actually said something that really sparked something in my brain about that documentary. Do you uh, I think what it was, it was something along, along the lines of, you know, he was the guy that was running the scam was was trying to help or he thought he was helping others, but he was getting something out of it too. So he was, uh, my thought was, you know, helping someone else, he's also getting help. Some, I'm not sure that was true, but you know, I kind of I got the vibe that that's maybe what was going on. Yeah, you you said that, and that that really got in my head. I mean. Even though it was a scam, I mean, here's a guy trying to help out other people. Even though it was a scam, he was still helping other people and getting help in return. And that is exactly what we're trying to do at Happy Life Studios. Well, (laughs) except for the scamming people part, the happy scam. (laughs) But we've been doing it now for 200 episodes, one episode at a time. However, Josh, you and I haven't been doing this uh, for 200 episodes. Uh, You and I have literally been doing this for a lifetime. We have spent our lifetimes helping each other out. Two lifetimes. One life helping another and then vice versa. It would switch and go back and forth. And that's why we started Happy Life Studios. For one life. For one happy lifer. We're trying to not only start a happy movement where we find and keep our own happy, but we're trying to set up a system, a community, a family where we help others to do the same because life can get difficult. We all know that. And even when, and oftentimes, especially when you are trying to do the right thing, just like you, Josh and Lindsay and your kids, and especially recently, do you mind telling us a little bit about that? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll try to condense it. Basically, just felt like God was leading us to do even more, you know, like to take a step of faith. And so that began to to formulate this about a year and a year and a half ago. But that was all ba- all that happened, all of those things and then where we're at now. And just, we just transitioned from one place to the next. And there's a whole a, a, a bunch of stuff that we're doing that's new now. All of that happened and is possible largely because of the one conversation that we had together so many times over a course of many years. And it was like, a, it was really an ongoing conversation of, you know, trusting God and, and how to look at your life in, in a little bit different angle um, than maybe you were looking at it. And really the biggest thing for me is, is the faith component, because like we all have, if we follow Christ, we all have that faith component. 
But then there's others who they take a little bit greater step of faith where they're really stepping out and there maybe isn't a safety net, you know, or there's like, you know, something that it's like they're really God has to really come through. And so we've been, we, we, we were able to see some of those things happen. We stepped out from our church as staff pastors last summer, um, really loving our church you know, a lot. Uh, we hated to leave. We just loved a lot of the things about it, loved the people. And, and the people loved you. I mean, you guys had been there a long time. Some of the youth that you helped as a youth pastor were now getting married and having kids. And you know this because you and I have talked about this a lot, but you guys had it made there. I remember you saying you felt like God was wanting you to, to, to move on. I kept trying to almost really honestly talk you out of it. Like, Josh, are you sure you've got it made here? I mean, you were loved and respected. Lindsay was training teachers for the entire school district and she was loving it. She, she found her niche. She found she was so good at it. Your kids were doing great in school. They loved it there. You loved your home. I mean, I loved going to visit you. I could go on and on and on. But the point I want to make is that you had mentioned stepping out several times there. Josh, you didn't step out. Your family didn't take a step of faith. You took a giant stinking leap. (laughs) I just want the happy lifers who are listening to know that. I mean, when you said it's time to move on and you went and talked to your pastor and you guys set a date and then the date came and you still hadn't found a place to go yet. You didn't have anything lined up. You didn't know where you were going to go. You just said, we've got to go. So I got to ask you, what would possess a man, a family to do something like that? Right. Well, listening to God's voice. And that's one of the things that you helped me do over the years is I I think as a Christ follower, all of us have a base of if you follow Jesus and you are familiar with whether that's church or your time with God during the week or whatever you do, we should all have that base of of listening. You know, we feel that at a very basic level, we should be able to hear God's voice. But then there's like next level hearing God's voice. It's like, you know, really tuning in, like fine tuning. Um, hey, God, what do you really want from me? Where do you want me to go? What do you want me to do? Because I think that we can just go through life and, and we can honor God and where we're at and he'll bless what we're doing. But I think that there's even a greater blessing when we say, God, what do you, is there something different? Is there something wow. new and when, when you and they're not there they're always is it's not like there always is that thing but there will be times when god will say step out and in, in, out of your comfort zone and i was wow. I, mem- I remember the last sunday i was honored to preach at my church the last sunday before i left and it was just so uh, it was just so overwhelming i just felt so blessed and honored to do that but i remember saying in that message i'm at a point in my it was something along the lines of i'm I, i'm at the point in my life where i'm more concerned about about what god and what he thinks for my life than i'm than i am about my personal comfort or my my, my even my own financial security and all those things that we kind of think about, you know, when we think about, you know, why are we making this decision? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's powerful. Josh, I got to ask you, are you happy? I am happy. Yeah. But, but was it scary? It was scary. Yeah. And, and being by saying I'm happy, it doesn't mean that I don't get sad. Yeah. You know, um, I was saying to you today, um, I just feel down today. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. It's Friday. It's my day off. My kids are home now from school and, and there, and there's nothing. And actually there's I, I, everything with my week's been really good, but sometimes even we follow Jesus, we have those down moments, you know, and there's no, there's no explanation for that. It's just, you know, but I, but, but I, but overall I have an extreme happiness because I know that I'm where God wants me to be. Um, now do I miss some of the other things I left? Do I wonder what if? Uh, certainly I do because I'm human. <laughs> uh, would you go back if you could? Um, I No, I wouldn't go back if I could. Uh, but certainly there's times when the enemy tries to trick you into thinking about – 
you know, those type of types of things. But I, but I always try to steer it into, you know, remembering and just having the thought of like the memory of it, what it meant to you, because I don't think there's anything wrong with reminiscing and remembering and, right. and even having that moment of sadness for that thing, because that was such a big part of your life. But, uh, but I don't, I don't sit and, and think of like, I want, I wanted to go back. Yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot more to that story, but yeah. I think that the enemy of our happy tries to actually convince us that our happy comes from our comfort. Yeah. But happiness comes from God. Right. The Bible says, I will be happy for he, God, has made me glad. When we do what he wants us to do, not not because God is some mean, controlling boss, uh, but because he made us yeah, and yes. he knows us and he knows how we function best. He knows what brings our happy because he made us and he made us to be happy. Yeah. There's something to taking that crazy leap of faith and not knowing where you're going to land. I mean, yeah, you got to feel good about. I mean, you guys left your comfy place, not knowing where you were going, not knowing where you're going to go, but just knew that that was what God was calling you and your family to. Mm-hmm. And God responds to that kind of faith. Josh, I'm telling you, you need to grab your family when we're finished here and start patting each other on the back. A big old family group hug pat thing because it wasn't about doing what was safe and secure. I mean, I'm thinking of what your kids are learning from this whole thing. You didn't do what was safe and secure. You did what God had asked you to do. No, no, what God had called you to do. Because to be honest, that is a place. In God is a place that's safe and secure. Yeah. Even though it gets scary. You know, like like that uh, other movie you told me um, to watch. Uh, yeah. What was that called again? Togo. Yeah, on, on Disney+. Plus. Um, you wanted me to watch that, and so I, I did. I watched it immediately, and man, it, it really it, – the message really hit me pretty hard. Uh, what was it that, that you wanted me to catch um, from that movie? Well, uh, the, the set it up, it's a story of a, a dog sled team in uh, near Nome, Alaska in like 1920-something, and William Defoe and his character are basically just trying to get medicine from one place to the next because they don't have airplanes really at this point, not reliable ones. They had a big outbreak of diphtheria that yeah, all the yeah. kids in town had contracted. They're, they're sick. Yeah, so they, they need to get medicine from, from another part of Alaska, but the only way to do this is by sled dog, and so it's the middle of winter. But uh, the scene in the movie, and this won't really wreck it for you if you haven't seen it, you can go watch it, and I, I think it'll, it'll really bless you. But the scene in the movie that the really where uh, the dog sled and the, and the driver are going over a, a lake that's breaking up, and there's just no way they're going to make it. But yet they, you see at the end of that sequence that they make it. They make it across the lake, and it's. Imp- you think as a viewer, this is impossible, because, and you should never do this because it doesn't make it's not safe, right? As as I watched that mo- that movie and I saw that scene. I looked at Lindsay and I said, that is our life. I said, that is what we just went through. And she says, no, keep playing it. It's not over yet. And like it was, they were all the way through the lake, but then they got to the very last ice. It was like iceberg because they were float. They were kind of on icebergs and, and he had to pick up his dog and, and, and put the rope around his lead dog, Togo, and throw his dog wow. onto the bank. And his dog is trying to claw this iceberg of other sled dogs and himself up to the bank and and you're just thinking to yourself how is this this is crazy you know like but i'm but at the same time i'm like i relate to you but but do do you remember what he said to his dog when he threw him up on the bank um i think he apologized he apologized to the dog yeah he apologized to him yeah i have to do this yeah that was the most powerful moment of the movie for me yeah that's what gave me the heart of god 
Because oftentimes I feel like God has just thrown me away. I feel like I'm flying through the air and what's going on? I took a leap of faith and now I don't know where I'm going to land and there's no hope. There's no possibility here. And when he grabbed this dog, he said, I'm sorry, Togo. He didn't know it was going to work, but he knew it was their only option because he knew that if he did not throw that dog, that they all would have died for sure. And Josh, you and Lindsay and your family you should change your, your last name to Togo because <laughs> that's who you are. And I know wow. there's times when, when God calls us to, to, to go, right? Yeah. Togo, T-O-G-O. He calls us to go, and he's, he, he called you to go. You're a yeah. to-go order, yeah. and he's ordering you to go because yeah. if you don't, there's people that you need to help. Yeah. And if you don't, they die inside. If you don't, you're, you're on the, that God is sending us to, to bring hope, to bring encouragement, to bring happy to those that are unhappy to those that are hopeless and and josh i know there were times that you just felt like god left you hanging but he didn't because he was still tied to you and then after the journey was done and they were able to bring that medicine to save the children of the village he thinks his dog is dead because his dog is just laying there and and he starts to cry and all of a sudden the dog shows that there's some life there and he went he was so excited that his dog was alive but then he looked at his dog and he just said you are magnificent. You are magnificent. Oh, man. Josh, Lindsay, you are magnificent. He called you to go, and you went. And that's that's what it looks like. Wow. Happy lifer. He's called you to go. And sometimes we feel like God doesn't care, but he does care. And he looks at you and says, you're magnificent. And I know what I'm calling you to do. It's going to be hard, and it's going to be difficult, and it's going to hurt, but I need you. Yeah, and that's so good. And I think also, like, besides the heart, the heartache, and the pain of it all, which is a very much real part of it, is the reward. Yeah. You know, and the reward is... That's the happy life It's right the happy there. life. And it's not the war. I'm not talking the reward isn't money. Yeah. Now, there, sometimes God rewards us with money, and that's amazing. But most of the time, the reward is peace the reward of your heart. It's um, seeing God move and show up in ways which you didn't think yeah. you, were possible. You, you know it's possible, but you just haven't seen it at that level in your own life. And it's knowing you didn't stay safe in the storm. Remember when we're out there on that lake and it's the ice is cracking all around them and they think doom is imminent. It, it has to be there. In fact, Togo, as brave as that dog was and as brave as William Defoe was, his character was, the dogs started to back off. They started to stop running. They almost, they didn't know what to do. And you remember what William Defoe did? He began to speak to his dogs and he began to quote to them like a poem. Let my pups, are we to fear us now? He which hath no stomach to this fight, let him depart. His passport shall be made. We will not die in that dog's company. Old dogs forget, but he will remember with advantages the feats he did that day. Then shall our names familiar in his mouth as household words. Zephala, the driver, Fritz and Sally, Molly, and Red and Togo. The great Togo in need. He kept saying to his dogs, run, puppy, run, and kept encouraging them. And all of a sudden, Togo turns around, and the rest of the dogs turn around, and they just start running forward. That was their only option. You just have to run hard, and you have to run forward. And then he says, we feel, we happy feel, we band of champions. Now run, my pups. Run. We 
the few, the happy few. And I'm like, that's exactly what I look at. I'm like, that's what happy life. That's what I, I want it to be. At least in my life, I want it to be despite the ice cracking around me, despite it looks like I'm, I'm going down for sure, but I'm moving forward and I'm not going to be with those others that cave into the negativity or cave into the, the doom or the despair. I, I want to move forward and say, I, I'm happy despite the circumstances around me. I'm part of the happy few because I've been called to go and they made it. And you're going to make it too, Happy Lifer. Josh, thanks so much, man, for, for turning me on to that movie and for being a part of our 200th episode and helping us to celebrate the one. Is there anything else that you would like to say to Happy Life is listening out there? I just want to say, uh, just have faith. Trust in God. He will not let you down. Uh, if you feel like you're being thrown from the iceberg onto the shore, you may be, but God's got a rope on you. Remember, life may not be perfect, but it can be happy. I couldn't have said that better myself. Steve A's.